Good afternoon, Facebook friends. You know, it's great to come to you today. This great technology that we have, thank God for this technology. God brought this technology to his church to reach as many people as possible in these final days on earth. Sounds very strange to say that, but you know, the Bible has a lot to say about the earth and about the old days. We are in the last days. And these last days are exciting times because we live by faith. Now, faith is an exciting dimension. That's the one dimension that everyone can live by. Everyone on earth has a measure of faith. Now, with faith, you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. I remember in my early days, I had to question a lot. You mean really, really? Now, I believe that Jesus rose from the dead. I believe that. But how do I really exercise my faith. Faith is like a muscle. You know, when you have a muscle, you have to work on it and develop it. We have to work and develop our faith. Faith is critical in the walk of a Christian's life. And faith has to do with something active in your life. Faith. I heard one pastor, I think it was John Wimber, uh, uh, the, the pastor, the head pastor of the Vineyard Movement. He said this, faith is spelled this way, R I. S K risk. You have to take a risk. You got to put it all on the line. Faith is putting it out there where it looks real risky. Oh, wow. What if I do this? What will they think? Doesn't matter. You're working on your faith muscle. It's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. The more you walk with the Lord in intimacy, the greater your faith will become. And Peter got out of the boat and Peter said, if that's you, Lord, walking on the water, Call me out. Bid me to come to you. And and the Lord Jesus said, come to me, Peter. And he he started walking on water. That's exciting. Walking on water. And he probably was like, wow, this is amazing. And then he took his eyes off of Jesus and he began to sink. And he cried out to the Lord. Now, this is an experienced fisherman that's been in the water a lot. But he cried out to Jesus to save him. And Jesus was there immediately pulled him out of the water. And the first thing that he said to Peter was, where is your faith? What happened to you? So faith puts our focus on Jesus and he's the one that completes our faith. Well, the Lord showed me an interesting verse in the book of Isaiah chapter seven, verse nine. Isaiah had been up into the throne room of God and the seraphims, he saw them fly. The three sets of wings, that's six wings altogether, flying. And he was amazed. And when they said glory to God, everything shook. And then they took a hot coal and put it on his put it on his lips and said, your sin is taken away. But then God sent Isaiah the prophet to King Ahaz. King Ahaz was under the pressure. And that's usually where faith takes place is when you're under the pressure, things are not going in your favor. That's where we have a chance to exercise what we've learned from God, how we've grown this muscle. And he went to the king and he told him, Israel is coming against you. That was the northern kingdom. So they had a kingdom split. The, the, the two tribes in the south, 10 in the north. And then the king of Assyria, they're going to come at you. And the king, Ahaz, he was quite frightened. Anybody would be. We're going to be wiped out. We're going to be destroyed. We're going to become their slaves. It's the end. And he was quite worried. And God sent the prophet. Now, this is a great step. When God sends you a prophet, 
You're in good shape. When God sends a man of God to you to speak to you, that's a great thing. You really want to take up on it and say, teach me, Lord. I want to be humble and teachable. Teach me, Lord, and get past my thick-headedness so I can learn this. It's very important. And he, he spoke to King Ahaz, and he says, not going to happen. But then he said something very powerful to him in verse 9. It says this. He said, unless your faith is firm, unless your faith, O king, your faith, king. Now, so you say, well, God, God could override all that. Yes, but God likes to work through faith. God wants to work through my faith. He wants to work through your faith. And the question today is, how are you developing those muscles in your life on faith? Many people have to develop those muscles in the moment of a great crisis that, where life and death is hanging by a thread. Well, God says, no, 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 no. You need to practice faith all along the way, every day of your life. There's always an opportunity to exercise your faith muscle. So he said to him, unless your faith is firm, that's, that's to all of us, I cannot... God says, I cannot make you stand firm. So unless your faith steps up to the plate and starts working, I can't do it for you. I can't make up for what your faith doesn't do. So it's saying we have faith. We have faith to exercise. And later on, uh, uh, Isaiah said, the Lord says to give him a test. The Lord invites you to test him. And it's right there in verse 10. Right there in verse 10, it says that, uh, and the Lord, he says, ask the Lord your God for a sign, for a sign or confirmation and make it as difficult as you want. That's a key. Make it as difficult as you want. And God says, you can make it anything you want and I'll prove to you that I will make this thing happen. So God wants to see us exercise our faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, Hebrews 11.1. 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, but the evidence, that is the most important, the assurance of things not seen. So I was taught early in my walk with the Lord to make prayers in a detailed manner, 1 through 10. What do you want in this prayer that you're asking God for? So faith is the substance of things I'm hoping for. I'm hoping to get this to take place in my life. I'm hoping for a breakthrough. I'm hoping to get this new job. Well, what kind of job do you want? I mean, there's all kinds of jobs, but what kind of job do you want? One through 10. What kind of salary do you want? What kind of people do you want to work with? Where do you want to work? Do you want to work 100 miles away from home or do you want to work within three miles or five miles? All of these. And God says, I want to know specifically. Make... make I'll show you what I can do for you because God really wants to show us every time he answers our prayers, what he's saying is, I love you. I love you. I've made you to be a winner. I've made you to be successful. I want you to tell everybody about how great our relationship is and how much I'm doing in your life and all the breakthroughs you're getting. I want the world to know. And we are his witnesses. We are to go forward and tell about, you know what God did for me? God did this. And now look at us say. Oh, I, oh that, that, that's hard to believe. And you can look at them and say, well, it really doesn't matter what you believe. It matters that I'm experiencing it. I'm living it. And when we're living it and experiencing Jesus, guess what? Move on to the next prayer request. So faith is the assurance 
of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. So once you memorize that verse, the Holy Spirit begins to move it in your heart and it begins to break it down and it begins to explain it. The Holy Spirit will explain it because he is the teacher. And he's not only a teacher, but he's a helper. He helps us to understand what God wants us to know. So God said, make it difficult. I can do it for you. I can do this. And the king said, no, no, I, 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 no, I don't want to test God. I wouldn't do that. And Isaiah said, really? How long must we endure? You've exhausted the patience of man. And now you exhaust, it's like you're trying to exhaust God's patience. Because God said, I invite you to test me. I'll be glad to take care of the test and ace it. So when you're praying for something, don't say, oh, God, we, 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 just do this for me. You know, I, I had a next door neighbor. He said, when I go to town, I start praying for a parking space right next to work so I don't have to walk too far. Well, you know what? I, I believed him. The man of God said that. So I began to do the same thing. And guess what? I, as soon as I drive up, somebody pull out. I pull right in and said, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I love you too, Lord. And the Lord said, I love you. You're, you know, you're my special child. We are all his special Children, God called you onto this earth. He birthed you with a purpose in mind. You've got a calling upon your life. God has called you to do great and awesome things. Wherever you're at, you're called to bloom right there. And it requires faith to change those around you. And it's your stories of faith that's going to excite them. Next thing you know, they're going to be telling your story because, well, it didn't look possible to happen. It was just ridiculous. That's what faith is all about, doing the ridiculous, doing the impossible. But when you have faith, you begin to have eyes of faith, and you begin to see, you know what? I know that I know that I know. My K-N-O-W, my no, cancels the world's no. No, I don't believe in Jesus. I, I don't believe that Jesus resurrected after three days. I don't believe anybody could come up out of the grave, especially after being crucified on the cross. Nope, nope, it's, nope, I do not believe that. That's not possible. See, my K-N-O-W knows that Jesus got up because Jesus lives in my heart. And I practice my faith and build my faith muscle all the time. That's exactly what God wants you to do. And God says, your faith, your faith must stand firm. You must develop this faith muscle. And it takes intimacy with God to develop the faith muscle. So when you're meeting with God all the time and you're enjoying your time with God and loving God and, and praising God and blessing God, and he'll give you orders and say, I want you to do this today. And, and that's where our, our faith begins to grow. I didn't hear you. Hey, really? You, you want me to do that? I've been through a lot of that, saints, and it works. That's why we want to tune up our ear. When, when we take a guitar we begin to tune the strings, E-A-D-G-B-E. We tune them up. Then we play a great, it sounds wonderful. But when it's out of tune, it doesn't sound so great. In fact, they, they'll invite you to leave the stage. But when it's in tune, why even somebody that doesn't sing too good sounds great? Because it's the instrument. When you're in tune with God, you're going to sound great. You're going to be great. Everything's going to be great in your life. God is going to come down and bless your house because the presence of God is with you every moment. And wherever you go, God goes with you. When you walk into a store, God will give you somebody to witness to, and that's going to take faith. 
But God wants to develop that faith muscle. Now that, I could keep on talking, but that's enough. The faith muscle. Hebrews 11.1, 1, the whole chapter is about, by faith, the men of God subdued kingdoms. And by faith, we are the men and women of God. And by faith, God wants us to do awesome things today. He wants us to turn the world upside down. Don't worry about the political stuff. Don't worry about the financial stuff. When God's in charge of your life, when you do everything God wants you to do, listen, he'll turn the world upside down and make it work for you. And if you got enemies, God said, if your ways are right with me, I'll make your enemies. I'll make your enemies to be at peace with you. So God says, my focus is on you and my focus should be on God. And I look to God to bless you and to surround you with favor everywhere you go. God is so amazing. He just wants to show off and he wants to use you to show off to the world how much he can do. And when faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence, that evidence in the, in the Bible times, the evidence meant title deed. So if I come to you and say, you know what? I just bought you this. It'll be delivered a year from now. I bought you a car. Here's the title deed. In one year, it'll be delivered. You can go around all year long and say, hey, I got the title deed. I got the title deed. It's going to happen. I got the evidence. This, I got this little document that says that car's going to appear in my driveway one year from now. And it's mine because I prayed it in. I, I prayed it in. We all need a PhD with God. Pray him down. That's what we need. The world works on this PhD of a doctorate of philosophy. We need a doctorate of prayer to where we get answered prayer all the time. When you've got answered prayer, now you've graduated into the level of I know that I know that I know. My K-N-O-W is greater than the N-O of the world. That's it, saints. Work on your K-N-O-W and your Ph.D., Pray him down so that you can say, I know that I know he's crazy about me. He loves me. He loves me so much. He sent Jesus and I'm becoming more like Jesus every day of my life. And one day the rapture is going to occur and I'm going to be with my King forever and ever. God bless you. Have a great, great day. I love you. And I look forward to seeing you again soon.